On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Comrade when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping you. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you're gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. What up, though, everyone? Welcome to the Who's Man's podcast. I'm your host, Rhonda Dye, aka Mr. Taylor Mate. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Who's Man's Podcast. And we're excited to get going. But like every other episode, we got to find out who's the man of many identities. Who's in the building? Hey, who's that eating that nasty food? <clears throat> nasty bones. <laughs> who's that eat? Wait. Did you start off? <laughs> Let's rewind that. Who's that eating that nasty car? Huh? Nasty bones. <laughs> Who's that eating that nasty food? Nasty bones. <laughs> Who's shoving to my nasty groove, y'all? Dun dun dun. Where my girls at? Down I like to play all my own instruments when I'm um giving my concerts. So I play all instruments, you know, piano, trumpet. Is it true? Bam, 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 bam. That right there is a full band. So <laughs> I've been witnessing this too many times. And I can attack it. So, you guys yeah. got a whole show then before we started recording. Oh yeah, don't ever come for my uh, talent, okay? Because we got. Can we get? Can we get a? Can we get that full band effect again? Hold on. Down, 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 down. There's a swell. There's a swell. Yeah, this sound. You did that. You did that sound. <laughs> I might go on tour, but I got to record this podcast, so I can't have concert dates on Tuesday. Yeah, you know, let's keep doing this first, and we'll, we'll wait on that. Okay. <laughs> we'll do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyra, how you been, dog? What you been up to? I'm good, man. Recovering. Woo! Man. Mm. That's, all, that's all I can say right now, because I know we're going to go into uh, in more depth about our... Uh, would you say class? What do you what you tweet our livers are suing for? Oh yeah, that class yep. action suit the suit yep. they're filing against um, us. <laughs> the versus yep. man. We'll uh, discuss about that lawsuit in a few. So I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> How y'all feeling? How y'all recovering? I should say. Uh, say. <laughs> I mean, today is the day that I am doing good. <laughs> Take a minute. Like. <laughs> You ever wake up on Monday, like after, well, Monday always comes after the weekend, but uh, <laughs> you wake up and you, your body is like, you don't expect me to work today, do you? <laughs> like, I gave you all that fun, and now you want me to, like, be productive? Oh, no. Get back in bed. <laughs> I'm not saying I did that because I'm responsible, but I, I'm just saying, like, have you ever felt that? I like I totally have seen it happen to other people, but we you know as responsible as we are, that can yeah, never be us. I was I just stayed up from Sunday and just started working like hell. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, we might as well just go right in it then. Mm. Yeah, let's get to it. 
So what was you up to this weekend, Conrad? Well, uh, it was our uh, music engineer, fellow guest, brother, uh, bachelor party. Um, so he went down to Fort Lauderdale for the weekend. And man, <laughs> first of all, I guess I would say we we were our own who's mans a majority of the of the weekend. <laughs> um so we get there. Um Austin, his big bro, his uh future brother in law that is also James and Patrick or if it's was it James James Ghost? What, Ghost? What the hell is James Fitzpatrick? Yeah. James, James St. Patrick? Patrick, whatever. Where? Ghost. <laughs> the hell Ghost, Ghost doing there? Hey, he came out because... <laughs> you were hanging out with fucking Ghost. All day. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> he almost got killed. <laughs> <laughs> Why were he going through? <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, our homies from college uh, came down. So it was... To start off the weekend, Friday was supposed to be chill, you know, kind of everyone gets in. Uh, we're, we were supposed to go on a hike, all right? I now, see. That's where you got me. Now, mind you, we're in Florida, right? So nope. <laughs> hikes aren't really a thing down there. So we, in July. <laughs> so we, get down, we get down to, like, this national park, which is – Nothing like a national park with what you'd think like in uh, North Carolina or, you know, Oregon or something like that. So I pull up to the to the uh, entrance and this guy comes out and Austin's like, hey, uh, we're looking for uh, some hiking spots. Oh, yeah, I didn't <laughs> even know. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had that <laughs> <hiking> spot. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, that was, Florida, there was, there was, a, there was like a trail. They they found a trail there, but when we got there, obviously it was literally just straight flat gravel, like it's like a biking trail. Yeah. Uh, so we to the. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was like, "I mean, y'all want to walk or y'all trying to bike?" Uh, so the guy was like, "Hiking in Florida? Like, <laughs> like what? What y'all like?" And so we're like, "It's like he almost like, why are you even asking me this question?" So obviously there's no hiking done. He was just like he got pissed Kind of dumbass game y'all over here playing. Alright. so we pull up and he's like, Well, there's this other place where there's like kayaking and they have like uh you can do like off trail mountain biking or and that I that uh, whole thing. <clears throat> so we go that way. Get on these mountain bikes. Once again, we're in Florida, right? And usually, this is like none of this stuff is the on agenda when you're in Florida. First thing, usually when you're thinking of Florida, you're going to the beach. The beach. Uh, the beach and the beach, really. That's, <laughs> it. That's, That's it. all you're thinking about. The beach and the club. Beach and the club. <laughs> yeah, uh, depending on what part of Florida, too. Like, yeah, true. <laughs> Can't go everywhere, in Florida. But we made it work, man. It was a lot of fun. We went on this. Uh, Bike trails. We had on our our uh, helmets on and got these bikes. We look we look legit, you know. Four brothers and uh, our fellow white brother, you know, our other our other friend Jared, you know, he he kind of <laughs> he's a he's a half and half. So you know, I was got, gonna say got, Jared, not he, the white brother, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 
No, like so. <laughs> so we got to the place. We're like, y'all want to do kayaking, or y'all want to go to uh to do the uh, mountain biking? <laughs> so of course, Austin and all them were like, nah, let's do the biking. And Jerry was like, uh, no, I don't do the, I don't do the, I don't do water. And I think Austin and Paris was like, uh, this is the black side of you coming out today, huh? Yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Y'all wrong. So we get on these trails and they're like, you're, you have like the intermediate and then you have the hard and novice and all that stuff. So we thought we were something special. Jared and our friend Wisco, they're about this life. They were doing like jumps and tricks and racing the first trail and Austin, myself, and Paris, we're just looking at each other like, uh, hey, let's take this one one pedal at a time. You know, right. you pedal oh, one, one over another. We got lost. Because we would have been pissed at y'all if y'all got, uh, if uh, Austin was at that wedding with a neck brace on. Like, we would have all been pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, dude, oh, yeah. Boy, I shouldn't have been doing whatever y'all were doing, all right? Yeah, but we killed that. It was fun. And then uh, the next morning, we went out that night with Ghost. Um, Ghost took us out on uh, Delray Beach. Um, there's like this strip of just bars and all these clubs, and of course it has like that Latin uh, spice to it. So, yeah. <clears throat> so it was a night. It was a huge. It was a diverse crowd of people. Um, Wait, really so tough. Conrad, give us What's some up? background. Why? Why is he Ghost? All right. Did he body some people? No. Should we he know just... about this? No, I just he probably could. He probably could. <laughs> he probably he probably could. Oh, but so uh, yeah, don't talk about him. Uh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> he looks like Ghost, as in stature, light skinned dude, exact same beard, has that Ghost walk, the same exact <laughs> everything. <laughs> He's, so he, like Ghost has Ghost <laughs> has that walk. Like you know, he like owns the place. He has a uh, he he like pulled up to the spot. And he just knew what to do, who to tell, like talk to. He was giving us things. He was telling us what to look for, like watch out for before we even got to the entrance of the clubs or bars. Like, hey, watch that step to the right of y'all. y'all might, no one sees that step when you're going down. <laughs> like stuff like that. <laughs> and he's just suave, Marshall, man. He just, uh, he just had that suave to him. Really cool dude. Kind of like was our uh, tour guide of the area. Uh, and I really appreciated him. But uh, so we went out. Uh, and that's when things started to go south. Like, uh, uh, wait, drinks, <laughs> shots. Whoa. Uh, you buy a round, yeah. I got the next round. All right, you get Whoa. the next round. Uh, Austin, you know, starts strolling, doing his Austin stuff. Wait, strolling? <laughs> of <course>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so it was a good time, and then sat early Saturday was the night where. I was hurt. I think Does all Austin drink. Austin had a drink for like a year almost. Oh wow, that makes it even worse. He so... probably still hungover. <laughs> probably. We should actually ask. We'll probably ask him to come on and tell himself the whole story. But when we got out there on Saturday, so we stayed up to like three forty-five in the morning, and we had to get up at like seven thirty, around like eight eight thirty, because we were gonna go paintballing. Um, so we went paintballing Saturday morning. And granted, this is my first time ever going, so I'm already nervous because we have expert Jared, who's been doing this since he was a kid. <clears throat> Shoot and, then, and then we have Ghost, 
Naturally, duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to get assassinated? <laughs> I mean, naturally, Ghost is just by the nickname, and he's ex-military. Um, and then I have Austin, Paris, and Wisco. Wisco has also some experience, but it's been a minute. Then it just leaves Austin, myself, and Paris, who has some, but not much of experience. So the first the first thing we do, we get in there. It's like this like free for it's like one shot uh kill and you're out. And so it's myself, Wisco, Austin, and Paris versus Jared, Ghost, and his son. <clears throat> No, I didn't even have a choice to pick. He just was like, all right, we just go with this four who just walked in. And we're like, all right, bet. Because we want to be cocky and arrogant and be like, yeah, we Wait, got did, this. Did Ghost make that rule? Yeah, y'all are like, huh? Ghost made that rule? <laughs> no, he just pulled up. He's like, all right, because he didn't know any of us, really. He just knew Austin saying, and like, Paris. Yeah, were y'all scared of him? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I mean me. D-boy, y'all don't... <laughs> hey, we go this way. Let's go. Yes, oh. yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of was for a minute. After, for the first couple, he was like, yeah, let's do this. We're like, yes, sir. <laughs> um, but so the first round ended in like 30 seconds. If that means if, <laughs> that first wow. round of paintball. And it was basically dude uh, says go. We start running towards our barricades. I get smacked like twice by Jared. Like just I didn't even I probably got off like Three shots. And then Ghost, the assassin, pulls up, rips one on Wisco, <laughs> then takes out Paris. And then you just see Jared, Ghost, and his son. I'm going to call him uh, Tyreek. Uh, no, nah, don't call him Tyreek. Don't do that. Actually, Ghost. he was cool, dude. He's far from Tyreek. Oh, but they start like converging on Austin. Mind you, Austin probably hasn't left shot like anything. He's still waiting for us to save him. <laughs> and he quits in the middle of it. He's like, he's like, he's like, hell no, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And didn't get he didn't get shot. Did nothing happened to him. He just saw that we were all out and he was by himself. And he knew that he had Ghost and Jared coming after him. And he was done. He just gave up. And then when Ghost found out about that. He lit him up, boy, at the end, because he had to do a gauntlet thing where it was all of us shooting Austin as our as his last hoorah. I don't oh, know how man. that's the last hoorah, but they put him in a gauntlet, and he had to run from one side to the other. Is paintball <laughs> kind of like dodgeball? That's what it sounds like. Like you guys were out, but he was still in. <clears throat> well, there's different like games. Like okay. Either you can either do capture the flag team. Uh, you can do like fast. It's called like fastball, I think, where you just like like in a small space. And you just go at it. Um, but most of them were like, we had to do this pretty cool thing where we had to, uh, it was like extract the president or extract the VIP. So like Austin was our VIP. And <clears throat> myself, Wisco and Jared had to protect him because we were like his college boys mm-hmm. against, so it was <clears throat> four against five, four against four. So that was pretty cool. We were trying to get him to one extraction point. Really didn't work out. Um, we killed, he, he got killed basically. But we're still boys. Uh, so later that night, we, went, though, but, you know. we, were, we were supposed to actually go out. We were actually supposed to go out later that night to Miami and go out to a club. And it was so funny is, you know what the club we were supposed to go to was on our episode of Who's Man's. What? <laughs> it was, remember the club that had the horse and we talked about it? Oh, yeah. 
where they brought the horse into the club and like it was spray painted and it was going crazy. Oh yes. Oh, so, so that was our club we're supposed to go to. And then second, another who's man person that we have talked about on this podcast a lot of times was a special guest at that club that night. Uh, six nine was supposed to show up at that club at that night. So once we saw that, we we're like, "Yeah, we're not going no more." Because Austin, we got to make it to your wedding day, and you have to make it to your wedding day. And six nine being there, you just don't know what type of crowds are gonna be showing up. You don't know what's gonna happen. Um, so we decided not to go to Miami, and we still had a great time because Ghost took us to Truth, the Truth of Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> um, <laughs> We went to like a. I felt like where we were at was a mini version of Deep Ellum. Uh, <clears throat> it was basically Deep Ellum, but like I said, with like that Latin fusion to it. Um, oh, so it that was sounds really dope. dope. Uh, we walked in some places, like we owned the place. Like Ghost just took us in, and we were there. Uh, we went. We went to like a speakeasy. Be, be, you know how those work. You say a special word and go behind this. And um, <clears throat> I felt like everywhere we went to were the life of the party. Um, it was a great time, and then that's where my liver started to hate me as it got closer to like two in the morning. Um, and then we went, we stayed up until like five in the morning. <clears throat> and so when I woke up, I told myself that when I get to brunch, I'm probably just gonna have one mimosa. And oh, you still cool. with that? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> still what? <laughs> no, not still with, but like I'm still gonna drink. <laughs> But no, we get to we get to the spot. We get to this spot. Uh it was a pretty cool it was off by like it was by the water. Um and we go have brunch. Uh our waitress is really dope. Um and they helped us out with a lot of things. Um so shout out to Danielle. Uh, hey. uh so it was like twenty dollars bottom bottomless mimosas. So mm. <laughs> it's just like all right. I sit down and Jerry's like, you try and drink one of these? And I was like, man, I'll just have a single to start off. Uh, <laughs> and so she pours a glass and then we had like some uh, issues trying to get like the right menus out and make sure it was like vegan friendly for our homie. Um, so while that's happening, and, like Danielle goes from like very excited to very sad because she thought we we're going to leave because there were uh-huh. like, there, was, there wasn't really a vegan option. And we wanted to make sure like Austin had everything he needed for brunch and to enjoy himself. So they finally, they, like, you know, they, she hooked it up. She, like, talked to the chef. And so at this point, we had to start eating. And then I had finished my mimosa. And she's coming around. And she looks at me. And Jerry looks at me. And then Whisker looks at me. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm just like, I was just like, all right, damn it. Just fill it up. <laughs> so we drank. We drank. And ate. We probably cleared like, at least, like, four bottles of champagne. Four or five bottles of champagne. Um, and they went on this like tack water taxi thing that takes you to like you know the river where they're all the expensive houses are and this was yeah. a famous actor blah 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 and most of them had those had bars so we would drink we drank on that and we just kept drinking I didn't know I don't know why we just kept drinking like we had, leave, we, <laughs> we had to leave we had to leave we had to leave all of us left like around five o'clock our flights left around for, like five six and like eight or nine. Um, so we get to the airport. My flights gets delayed, obviously, because I just have this curse recent, recently of flights being delayed. Uh, <laughs> gets delayed. So I meet up with Jared and Wisco. For some reason, we decided to take shots of tequila there. Okay, that's go... where I lost it. Diet is very possible. I deserve it. That's what you get. <laughs> I deserve that? No, come yeah. on, bro. Like, 
This is exhibit A in your liver's case. <laughs> your honor, he just wouldn't stop. I can't wait to hear y'all stories. <laughs> you had every opportunity to stop, but you said, I don't know if I'm going to keep going, but let me get some tequila, you know? <laughs> and I'm going to do a straight shot. I mean, I was good, bro. I felt, I mean, I was, I was already like shitty because my flight got delayed and I was already missing my flight, my next flight to Richmond, my connected flight to Richmond. And so we get to Charlotte and the flight that I was supposed to miss got delayed. So I was even more like shitty, like, damn, like, now I'm not going to get home till like 12. And I actually didn't end up leaving till like 1245 from mm. Charlotte. So I didn't get home till 2, like, 132. Also on like four hours of sleep slash liver is starting to write its lawsuit. So I'm feeling every inch of that. And then I had to wake up and, and go to work in three hours. So Monday... I was hurt. I was hurt. I, I, I had to like, <laughs> I had to like convince myself to go to work. <laughs> 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 and I was so happy when I got to work that it was a slow day. It was like one of those like days where nothing was happening. And so I took, I was just chilling. But I mean, it wasn't real if you ain't think about quitting. Like, <laughs> I, I really don't need this job. <laughs> like, I got some money in the bank. I'm sure, like I'm right. good. I got my savings. I should be fine. Like I don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But it was crazy. I got. I almost. I also got a who's man's by a stranger. Basically, like literally, they said I was a who's man from what Jared and them said. Because I walked up to the guy. He was coming out of the same bar we're at, and he was wearing this black guy is wearing like a Germany soccer jersey. So I got hype. I was like, "Oh, that's what's up, man. I really like that jersey." Like, and then he was like, "Oh yeah." He acted like I was. You know what I was talking about? I was like, "Yeah, but that's you're repping Germany, right?" He's like, and then that's when I, I think he got caught up and figured I like liked soccer, so it's trying to like dismiss me. And I was like, "It's a nice shirt and everything, but I just wish you knew who you were repping right now." Like trying to make wow. conversation, <laughs> and uh, you got pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I was just trying to be like, you know, that's a dope jersey. You're repping some dude that one of my favorite players on Arsenal squad. And one like he just made a huge statement by quitting that team and you're repping it. So that's why I'm trying to see if you understand what you know. The guy was like, "Nah," he tried like, to you know, play it off like, <laughs> like he was like, "It matched my shoes. I don't know." Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I, I was like, so I walked through. I was like, you know, no worries, dude. Well, cool shirt. And apparently, like when I was walking away, he gave that like you know like the index finger to like like who's man is this? Yeah, like, and they're like, they're like what the hell? Like the je- that, like that <laughs> gesture. I'm doing it right now, and I wish that y'all could see me doing this gesture. But, I can see you uh, just walking up to him too, so excited. Like, oh my god! <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, you, you got on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you got on the shirt. Right, you're like, did I do something? Did uh, Did I forget to pay? What What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Jared, Jared comes up like, you got who's man's dog? I was like, I did. He was like, yeah. I was like, I don't care. He didn't know what jersey he was wearing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> don't worry, stuff. You know, that's that, you know that saying, like, make sure you're ready to explain yourself when you're wearing something that people recognize. Because, yeah. you know, people always just buy stuff and not just from style. Like, yeah. If someone questions you and you, then you look dumb. And I wasn't trying to make him look dumb. I was just like, that's a dope jersey. That's a dope jersey. Are you a Germany fan? And then he just got all, like, extra, come on, man, like, you trying to stun on me or whatever. I was good. 
I was all right. I was in a good low, oh, good mood, so I didn't let it bother me. I was like, all right, have a good day. But yeah, so that was our weekend. I'm now more, even more excited for the wedding weekend because it's gonna be a whole group of us. So now look, yeah, I can stay away from me with that. Uh, with a few things that I heard in the story. Okay. Right. <laughs> let's start. Let's start, and really, we could finish with the hiking. Okay, for me. <laughs> not on my agenda. Okay. So I won't be there. I'll support y'all. And I'm sure y'all gonna need somebody to be back home to like call the police or something. Cause I just imagine y'all walking up to that wherever you were in Florida and being greeted by like an alligator, eight different snakes, and like a wild bird for, you know, good measure. And them all looking at you like, Yeah, I'm not coming in here. And yeah, I still trying to go in there. So don't invite me there. Don't come at me with no tequila. Won't happen. Ain't gonna happen. Uh, if it does happen, I'll probably get kicked out, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, uh, yeah, I was on one. But I'm happy. Shout out to uh, Austin. I hope you had a great weekend. A great last hurrah. Oh, yeah, it was a last hurrah. But even besides all that craziness, we still had a lot of great discussions, you know, about marriage and Big Brother Paris was giving us some, you know, pointers. And there was still some intellectual conversations. But after the intellectual conversations, then there was a lot of ignorance. But that's expected. Did you talk about the greatest athlete of all time? No. Wow. Okay. Wow. But yeah, so how was y'all crazy weekend? <laughs> but we, but we, we will later, though. But we talk yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him later, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we can go ahead. We can tag team. Since me and B spent our weekends pretty much coinciding each other. Yes, we do. During our last who uh, in the city. And man, first off, I'm pressing charges against Brian as well. Whoa! I, I'm Woo! honestly thinking, looking back here, on it, talking I'm all that mess, Brian. Might, wow! <laughs> you might have been in on this. You might have been the one, main one out here trying to kill us, so we can't leave. Wow! You can't move if you're in the hospital. Oh. <laughs> I think that was the plan, was. I mean, you, so we show you, you spike one drink, and now you the bad guy. <laughs> wow! <laughs> well, you force a couple <laughs> shots. <laughs> No, we're all good out here. So we show up on Friday. The, the first event is a uh, happy hour turn dinner that we had, and uh, that, things didn't get too crazy there. We had some good time, good laugh. That was that was the warm up. That was literally the warm up for the weekend. That was the most chill thing that happened this entire weekend. I feel like at because after that, at that point, like at the restaurant, I think we all were still kind of questioning what was about to happen. Like. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be cool, but you know, what, what what's gonna happen at a game night? Like you know, it'll be fine. We don't. Who's coming? I don't know. Do you know? No, you know. I told a few people. Oh, okay, and then, right. and then, and then the game night actually comes. I didn't play one game. I don't. Think. And, <laughs> I was about to say I don't. I played a couple games. I don't think I yeah, finished okay. any. I don't think I don't think I was able to start and finish anything. I definitely this Friday didn't night. Yet. Yeah, this is Friday. This is Friday night. This, this is the. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Like I said, don't think we finished any game. I mean, I I tried to finish a game of waterfall. Ended up getting pulled away to take a shot. And by the time I came back, the, the game yeah. was over. And I'm gonna call our collective group of who's man for this because you you know waterfall right with the card mm-hmm. drinking game. Oh my god. It's supposed <laughs> to be the easiest game in the world to play. Hey, you know, just pull up a deck of cards. <laughs> here's the set of rules. When the card comes up, you do it. Uh, do what the rule says. <laughs> 
Why? We, we got 15 different people with 15 different ways to play this game. Can't nobody agrees on who's supposed to be what. what? Goes with, like, when we do the waterfall, we like, okay, everybody has to drink. Okay. And then everybody just took one sip and put the cup down. Like, no! That's not, that's not, that's not it. It's looking like, well, how long do I got to drink? As long as you want to. Well, that's all I want to drink. No, but you want to... You want to hurt the other person, but I like them. <laughs> but I point. like them. <laughs> That's the point. So y'all were failing before you even started. Yeah, man. We had a lot of. We a, I didn't really know majority of the people in my apartment on Friday. You were like famous for your parties, yeah, and you don't even true. know the people there. But they were all nice, uh, but they just didn't know how to play the games. But it was fun. And then you know how. You know how Uno goes too. I didn't even play that one, but I saw the the ruckus that was going over there. When you, however many people, however many people you got at the table, that's how many different set of rules you got. Because everybody got their own household way of playing that game. And I don't, I don't know how many games they really get off of that. I think they might have got off a few before that just collapsed as well. <laughs> like my chair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> furniture collapsed. Collapse. Man, I have a shot ski that I found at Target. So of course we put that to use. Uh, that happened for a while. I decided to pull out that was every trouble. shot glass that I've ever owned in my apartment, which meant every person <laughs> had to take a shot. So that was another one. And I think at one point, it wasn't even like you had to lose to take a shot. It was just like if somebody called your name, you just walked over. <laughs> right? You can do it when your time had come. You could be like going to the bathroom. Be like, all right, all right, okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> Coming over. Like, I will say this. Beyond all the drinking, it was like a magical – this was really for the whole weekend. It was like this magical time where it really felt like we were back in time in some way. Like, not from, like, an irresponsible standpoint or we were being crazy, but really just, like, everybody together. We obviously missed you guys, but you were gone for a good reason. But everybody was there. Like, everybody was having a good time. No drama, laughter, um, and then Saturday. Okay. <laughs> Wait, before hey, my Saturday. Before you even talk about Saturday, I think I tried to FaceTime you on Friday, and there was a lot going on <laughs> in the background. Yeah, you, you almost got me stabbed. It, when, it, when, when the crowd was as lit as that crowd was, and you made that music stop. I thought I was about oh, to yeah. jump. <laughs> I thought I, thought I was about to get thrown off the balcony. This, this weekend, like, don't let the music stop, okay? <laughs> it has right. to keep going. <laughs> I was like, dude, I cannot FaceTime you right now because I almost got jumped. I was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> I, tried to fa- I FaceTimed Tori, and she didn't answer the first time, so I tried to FaceTime B-Shock. I don't know why I tried to FaceTime you. Because I don't either. Like, I your, phone, your phone is probably like <laughs> under the bed somewhere. <laughs> gone. Yeah, gone. <laughs> Look, I don't know who put my phone next to me. Or I know I found my phone the next day. Like, you're actually right. I think it was under the bed. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, little guy. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all survived Friday. Survived Friday. Barely. Which was fun. It was too much fun, though. But yes, Saturday came. Saturday, Saturday was the worst day of recovery for me. Yeah. It literally was like I, I woke up at nine thirty because I, I just can't like sleep wrong. in no matter what. Yeah, that's the, that's sleeping in for me. 
So I was already pissed as soon as I woke up. <laughs> the fact that I even had to be up. Because, <laughs> you know, it's Saturday. You're thinking, oh, okay, Saturday. I can go back nope. to sleep. Couldn't get back to sleep. Laying there, head banging, body nauseous, liver just kicking me, just dying. Had to get up and go get a haircut. Almost, I almost Uber today. Oh, that's how bad I was feeling. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I gotta get this cut because I'm about to move. And I don't know what my new barber's gonna be like, so I'm like, gotta get this last cut. You're like, I don't, I don't know if I can drive me. there. Do not talk to me this shit. Okay, <laughs> cut it and give me out. But, all right. Oh my, by God's good grace, I made it to the haircut. I sat in that chair so quiet. I literally said, "Hey man, I'm good." And that was the last thing I said to that cut was done. <laughs> I cannot, I can, I no eye contact. Barely have my hand up. I was just a corpse. <laughs> I honestly was a cadaver. Cancel Saturday. That's what I thought for a minute, for a moment. We even had to push back the reservation, but for me, like, right. I'm, they, I feel like everybody felt okay when we got to dinner. We had an amazing dinner at uh, this place in Dallas. Bucky if you guys are ever here, Bucky Moonshine. Great food. Make sure you can sit inside, though, okay? <laughs> it, was it was very. We were fighting with this other table over the air conditioner. It was all bad. But Every time they look away, we pull it back Every towards us. Every damn time. They were older, so I felt kind of bad doing it, but it was like as I was doing it. So I, I was like, like y'all hey, good life. Like, yeah, I good. Yeah, I was here before us, so yeah, I can leave too. <laughs> um, but they have good, they had good live music, and then like when they weren't playing, we were like next to this other club who was playing good music, so we had a good time there. And then we ended up at Deep. Well, we were in Deep Ellum, so we ended up at this other good spot. If you guys are ever in Dallas, uh, off the record, and that was a good time. That was, That's that the same spot we went to last time, last year. Yep. Oh, that's a good spot. So this is Ron and Tori's favorite place. So we had to go there. And it did not disappoint. Mm. I mean, the only bad part about like off the record is like it ain't enough space. Yeah, it's popping too much these days. Like it's one of the top spots on that street. So by the time we got there, we had to wait actually but even for it to be crowded, we didn't have to wait in line for too long. And we were able to get a nice little spot for our group. So we made it work. So yeah. I like how y'all are saying I deserved my lawsuit for my liver when y'all almost died on Friday, seems like because y'all because y'all, y'all couldn't wake up. The problem with Friday could've... was that it was BYOB and everyone brought their own bottle and it eventually became Kill Your Own Bottle. <laughs> that was kind of it. That was it. You're right, Ron. And I bought like, I was like, well, I don't want, I don't know if nobody gonna show up with liquor. So I went to the, I ran to the liquor store and bought like some, uh, what do you call them, leaders? Leapers, right? So I was like, I was like, well, just in case. Well, that turned into, well, we gonna kill that and this and that. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> got some leftover over here. Let's go ahead and take care of that. No bottle left like, behind. Like, they thought they was exactly. It up. Like, <laughs> let's just go ahead and make sure we're all clear. We don't want Brian to have to clean up after this. Like, it was. It so we gonna go ahead and get rid of all of it. <laughs> oh man. So where we at? Saturday was cool. That missing thing. Sunday was kind of a pool day, kind of relaxing day. But Amber, former guest of the podcast, came through and made some 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 Amber punch, as she calls it. <laughs> and that was a little lit. It was a little lit. <laughs> so we had a little fun there. Uh, and then, I mean, look, 
I just keep saying, like, it was just a fun weekend. Like, everybody having a good time, being chill, no drama, celebrating Ron, Tori, and Amber. That was, uh, that was, that was fun. Well, I'm glad you guys are functioning human beings. Barely. <laughs> Man. Barely. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> That is the most I've done in a weekend since I think since I moved down here probably mm. to have something to have all that going down over the, all three days. Uh, that's a, so that's a good way to celebrate and send off. Yep. <sighs> well, let's go ahead and get down to business. We got a few people we're going to need to call out tonight. Let's get to work. Mm. I like how we get down all to right. business thirty minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we probably lost some listeners. Like I don't care. We definitely definitely lost Evan. That's one person that probably. Oh yeah, Evan oh yeah. Evan <laughs> left. He, he said we had fun. Like, <laughs> even though he was there, he, I know Evan was there and still don't care. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So first up is a couple of stories that have been floating around in social media. You know, we gonna leave names and all that stuff out of it, but it's been a few crazy incidents. Where women just keep seeming to want to have birth in these public places, and they are because of it, and I am mad at them. Like this is the move Cheat right the now, system. 2018, <laughs> have birth in public, get the hookup. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't the know. The first one I heard of, want to have birth where they have birth, but like, doing it. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a big coincidence <laughs> that you just happen to be at like, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> like they in cahoots with the baby. Hey, dog, if right. you come on down, they might hook us up, okay? <laughs> All right, mama, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm I, I was taking a nap, but I'll come on down. Come on. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not an expert, but I just feel like if you're at a fast food restaurant, wouldn't you ever have ample warning to, like, get where you would need to be? If you stuck at okay, so there was one who stuck at who had birth at Chick fil A, yeah, and she, and she got the hookup on free Chick fil A for life for her and her child, and that's a ahead. job for the child, yeah, at 16, and a job. 16. If that ain't the hookup, like I'm mad I was born in Oscar. <laughs> Here's what I was, okay, wow, <laughs> <laughs> you pissed at your mama for being responsible, you want to be all safe, you want to be all safe, you don't go to Detroit like. So you just want to like be basic? <laughs> That's what we do now. I'm a basic ass baby. That's what I am. <laughs> Am I? Do I, I got Chick Fil A for life? I don't. Because <laughs> I'm basic. Remember? <laughs> Man, boy, I was thinking like, what if that kid is evil? They can't work at Chick Fil A because Chick Fil A people are angels. That's true, right? You need a specific type of kid, so you got to groom that kid. Okay, don't have them like, joining the workforce at Chick Fil A and mess it all up. <laughs> but, but now it's in their DNA. Like this is their birthright. Yeah, right. You're right. It's, it's like inherited a throne. <laughs> I, I was born <laughs> to be here. It's like the Game of Thrones for Chick Fil A. That's what they do. And <laughs> in the dark now, you were really born in Chick Fil A. Yeah. <laughs> you were you literally adopted this. <laughs> I was born in it. <laughs> It did. There was the woman who uh, gave birth at the music park. I believe it was Six Flags. Yep. And now they they get a free pass. I don't. Did they? I don't think they got a job. But they definitely got free passes. Both the mother and the for child life. for life. Yeah. That's Which I mean, really, unless you're a thrill seeker, that's not that big well, of a still, deal. Because I mean, that means you, you. But the fact that like half your family is good to go yeah. now. That easy makes it the spot to go to every year. I was thinking. Um, I know this is not the same thing. But people were talking about Cardi B getting uh, free chips and guac from uh, Ch- uh, Chipotle for life. 
her having the baby. She ain't had it. Nah, obviously, she ain't had that baby in Chipotle. But that was just the gift that they gave her. Why her? What's it? Well, yeah, some shit. I know, they just do? handed out stuff. Like, everybody handed out stuff, shit. The rich just get richer. She could afford that. that Yo, I don't like, ever understand like, that, though. <laughs> like, when rich people just be getting free stuff. <laughs> I just don't get it. I know they sponsor them. She's probably done with Chipotle. Especially if it's food. Like, I can see if it's clothes, because, hey, you advertise their clothes, people would want to buy it. But food? Like, I ain't gonna see her either. I don't remember not one Chipotle <laughs> lyric on that album. <laughs> Did I miss that plug? Yeah, that's what I'm just waiting for. <laughs> oh man! So, what's those spots you guys you would you would have wished to be? I guess Ronnie should start off because you you said you mad at your mom. So, if you could have told your mom to, you know, to give birth somewhere, what would it be? I would be so mad I mean, if you get your first whooping because you said this. <laughs> I know. How about this? I'm gonna say where I'm gonna try to have my kids come out. Let's just say that. (laughs) So look, here's the Chick Fil A is definitely a top spot to have your kid be born at because that's automatic, great food, great service, and especially if you type of like skip the line pass, they be bumping during lunchtime. It's like going to the club. So you get all that, you can get to go. They probably delivered the baby and the food in the same run (laughs) around. Right, probably when nobody leaves. Right, everybody still got their food. Still got their food and the extra sauce <laughs> and that refill on that lemonade. Like, yeah, they like, oh, the baby's coming out. Hold on, let me hold this over here. And with one hand, I just pull the baby out. <laughs> Mom, you clean up. I'm gonna take the baby with me. Let me deliver this. Like, <laughs> order number two. All right, here you go, ma'am. Uh, have a good day. We just had a baby. Just cut this <laughs> the liquid cord. Okay. You come. Yes. Yep. We're good. Let's go. <laughs> Wrap the oh, baby you know up in napkins. I don't know. <laughs> Keep it in that same fast food vein. Jets would also be a great place to have a child. I mean, I could definitely go for those corner pieces for the rest oh. of my life. Okay, but are there any Jets, like, restaurants, or is it just the kiosk? Look, there's... Oh, wait, no. There's places where you can, like, go in yes, and be chilling. Like, yeah, like, you order a pizza... And we sit here and wait until that day comes out. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> like, wow. you're planning this. Like, <laughs> right. hey, sir, yeah, how many like, pieces are you going to order? Right. Well, as many as I need. Here, okay? Right. Ron's laughing in her, yeah, in her ninth month. <laughs> and he's like, all right, the countdown begins. At this time. Like her water going to break it on me. Let's just make a quick stop, real quick. <laughs> Ron's going to start counting his, his uh, wife's contractions for the wrong purposes just so he makes sure he times the right, the last one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Look, I promise we got time. Let's go ahead and pull up here and get this sandwich real quick. Just come on in. Let's, let's just wait real quick. Uh, those are your two, though? Those are my top spots. I mean, I would try to have a baby at like a Janet uh, Jackson concert. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you get out of this? Free shows? I don't know. I haven't thought that far. But I figure like <laughs> Janet would at least meet me at that point. <laughs> and then I would like be honest with her and tell her like that ain't my baby. But <laughs> <laughs> I just walked back here with it. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Everything you've done. I love your brother. Like <laughs> that would be my goal. Uh I haven't really thought of a number two. That's what I'm going with for right now. So, <laughs> yeah, I wish I think me there luck. is nothing that can come close. Wish me luck. <laughs> wish me luck. Probably Subway. I was wondering. I was like, why well, did they say Subway? I mean, try me. Because, you know, people be trying me on this ep- on these podcasts about my love for Subway. Like, yeah, I can do better. You can't. You try. You fail. 
Let's go. <laughs> I won't even argue. <laughs> I'm going to just have that. <laughs> oh, man. This is tough. It has to be fast food or it can be anywhere? No, nah, whatever, whatever you want. Hey, I'm at Jen. I'm going to say, because I like you guys' fast food areas. So I'm going to say Express. Ooh, that's good. Just go in there. Oh, I guess I don't know. Laugh time. <laughs> 60% off, whatever it is. Enough money for me to... Wait, what's Express? Express the clothing The clothing store. store. Oh! I'm like, I'm like, what food restaurant is Express? Yeah, you did something up kind of weird. No, I said since you, I like all y'all's food uh, places, I wanted to do something different. Because I already said it had, it had to be food. Anyway, Express. Gotcha. Know, don't come at me for my selection, you know. I mean, look, hey. I know. I thought that was a tequila... Talk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey, you uh, get free. You get like lifelong, because uh, you know Express always got to sell. Like you ain't never got to worry about it though. You'll sell always on fifty percent off. Yep. The second T-shirt or second shirt. <laughs> right. It's always the second thing. Uh, and also probably on a plane, not United, not Spirit. Ooh. Ooh, not, yeah. Okay, so Southwest. No, so. Southwest. American Airlines and Delta. Just your luck, it'll be United, and you get kicked off the plane. The baby, yeah. Stand <laughs> <laughs> we actually had to kick the dad off, but the baby's here, so we're good. <laughs> On to our next destination. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my, mine. Probably more of a on the plane because I can use those those tickets. <laughs> yeah, that, that's real. Hey, but look, I'm not saying I would want my child to be born in a bar, but like, if you get in the hookup, wouldn't that be like your spot for life now? Like, this is good to go. Nah, like, like yeah, I remember when we I ain't had never moving. Baby. <laughs> like, yeah, all that publicity. God, <laughs> yeah, <where am> I, <laughs> <at? laughs> I had... <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one time. Yeah, this... every time we come here, we talk about the same shit. <laughs> hey, daddy, I did it. <laughs> Alright. Oh, you gonna cut me off? You gonna cut me off. All right, I have no more babies in here. That's exactly what we want. No, like, that's we... it. Thank I'm, you. I'm shutting the baby game We're down. <laughs> oh, that's great. No, I just can't wait to see what the next story gonna be. And, and I can't wait to see that it ends up being somebody famous that does well, it. There was one, I forgot who it was. Um a girl had a con- her tickets to someone's concert. I can't remember who it was. It was a hip hop artist. Oh, and she went into she went into labor the day of the concert. So she retweeted his, or she tweeted him, <clears throat> and was like, "Hey, I'm supposed to be at your concert today, but I'm in labor. It'll be really dope if you just pass by the hospital after your concert's done." And he was like, "Bet I'll see you. See you later." He came through, and then like apparently she, her, and her son have like lifetime tickets to any of his shows. Who was it? See, that's that's where you got to be careful, though, because you end up in one of these little oozy kid people shows, and now you got to go to their show for the rest of your life. <laughs> part of the marketing. <laughs> yep. Like, I only like that one song, though. <laughs> well, damn it, nope. you're here now, okay? And your baby. So you shouldn't tweet at me. Now you got to be here for every shouldn't show. shouldn't have tweeted <laughs> God, what would be the worst place to like be offered that? In in um, Popeyes for Ron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you matter? I'd just be mad if we were there in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta be nice at least 
for like the press release. Like, oh, right. Oh, you. thank you. Wow. This is gonna come in so handy. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait to eat this. Wow, yeah. Oh, it looks so <laughs> appetizing. Mm, love my Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> The worst place to get it. Yeah, I was gonna say the Lions. I don't know why I'm mad at the Lions, but like their football games, <laughs> you gotta. Yeah, because go. then you go, then you know, because you're not gonna lose that game. Eh? <laughs> so now your kids, <laughs> birth is surrounded by failure. Yeah, just see every loss. <laughs> <laughs> well, get used to this. It's gonna be a lot more of this in your life. Yeah, I'll be there. I know. Yeah, it's another year. I know. <laughs> Thank. Yep, we appreciate. It, I guess. <laughs> In that same vein, a baseball game of any time, that would be torture. Wow. You coming at the whole sport, though? The entire sport. Wow. Okay. Sometimes baseball games go hard. They do. Only if you're getting free alcohol, though. Like, exactly. Only if you're getting free, free alcohol. Like, when are you getting free? free when are you getting free alcohol? Oh, like, if you go with your job or something? Oh. Y'all, y'all, y'all like that. He got the, he did that job. Oh wow! Oh, that's cool. Must that's my job. Okay, must. I can't even say that. Must say that. I can't think of any. Huh. All right, y'all. Well, let's go ahead and kick it on to the next topic for tonight. Boop, so we boop. got uh, a couple of athletes that have been out here speaking out and doing things in the public eye. You know. It's still the off season, so not too much purely sports related going on. But these guys are still out here making the headlines. So, the two names we're going to talk about tonight are one Dak Prescott and two LeBron James, who are out there for two completely different type of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so, B, you said you were really excited to talk about this one. So, what standpoint do you want to start it off with? All right, I'm gonna start with the positive, and I'm gonna start here because I am a known LeBron hater. All right, I've said it on the podcast. I say it in public. I say it in private. Um, I'm very honest about this. All right, and when you ask me why, I say I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Um, and this has this is not going to change my opinion because I'm not going to root for LeBron uh, <laughs> or the Lakers this year. Even though I used to like the Lakers, but that was more so Kobe. But what he did this week, or what he completed this week. In his hometown of Akron, Ohio, I thought was so inspiring and so, so phenomenal. Like that he has put his celebrity, his fame, his wealth, his, his name behind something so great. And look, before I say this, I know there has been some haters, honestly, on social media saying, well, he's not the first one. And I think Jalen Rose has has a school somewhere and different things of that sort. But I think the difference is that LeBron has been extremely vocal about his politics, about how he feels about what's going on in the world, about or or using his star for good. And it's not many other people you can say the same about. So I just want to mention the fact that LeBron opened his I Promise School this week in Akron, Ohio. And I just want to list some of the stuff that he's offering uh, third and fourth graders because that's where they're going to start. I think by 2020, they want to have first through eighth grade total. But each kid will receive free tuition to the school, free uniforms, 
which if you ever wore a uniform to a school and expensive. You know what? And your parents didn't have it, you know, like your colors never quite matched everybody else's. But that, yep. that was all they could do. So the fact that he makes that easy, each kid is gonna get a free bicycle and helmet. And the story behind that is that LeBron felt when he was growing up that one thing that uh, allowed him to dream bigger was the fact that he had a bike and that he can run away from some of his different uh, circumstances that he was going through. Uh, so he felt he wanted to give that to each kid. Each kid would get free transportation within two miles of the school, uh, which two miles is a long way. So that's going to help out a lot of kids. Free breakfast, lunch and snacks, food pantry for families, which I think is awesome. So your kid don't even have to be embarrassed. Your mom or dad can come up to the school while the kid is learning and kind of shop and get food for them to have when they get home for the whole family. Um, They're going to allow or provide GEDs and job placement services for parents. And I think the coolest thing is that these kids, if they choose to go to the University of Akron, are going to get free tuition for every student who graduates from this uh, institution. Man, I didn't know that part. That's quite the package. Like, that is what you want to see out of every single athlete. Athlete, famous person. And I want to go even further from there. Like, that's what we wish to see. And I'm not saying they have to because, look, these people put their bodies at risk. They give a lot to do whatever profession they have. But this even inspired me. Like, what am I doing? What can I do more of? I've been talking for years about, like, starting a scholarship and things of that sort uh, to give back to my community where I came from. Uh, This was, like, the wake-up call that I needed to, like, quit talking about it and actually do it. Like, shut up just saying that that's a good thing that I could do and actually put the money and the, the effort behind it so it can become something real. So I just want to hear you guys' thoughts on uh, what – well, I know you both love LeBron. I know. Uh, what you guys think of uh, this major accomplishment in his career. Man, I just love LeBron off the court more than I do love his love on, on the court. Um, because from just his character, you can't find he's, I mean, we don't know all his business, but for, as an athlete, you never find a flaw in him that can be used against him outside of off the court. Like he's, he's a straightforward guy. He's always, um, speaking for the people, speaking for his community. Um, so part of me is not surprised he's doing this because I believe that's what his character is. And that's what he's always stood for. Um, he knows he's um, has a lot of money. He was fortunate enough to start making a lot of money at a young age, and he's pouring it back into his community. And I like that he uses this platform to shut those people up that were saying "shut up and just dribble." For those people that say that uh, black athletes don't do anything for their communities when they're making all this money, um, and really he's been he's been doing this. From the beginning, when he did that time when he gave all those kids, uh, paid for all those kids to go to school, to college. Right. That was one stepping stone. He does all these little things in Akron that people don't really hear about, but he's, he stands for his community. 
And he's a, I think he's a great, great role model for not just us, even who aren't like making that much money, um, but for his colleagues and peers at his level, all his friends, all these other famous people that are out there looking, trying to figure out, maybe they're trying to figure out what to do with their wealth. Um, because if you think about all these famous athletes, especially all these black and brown athletes, majority of them have come from communities such as LeBron. Um, and this is a great stepping stone for all these other athletes and famous people to look back or even just us when we have a chance to have the fortune, like to have, when we're fortunate enough to have money to give back to our communities. It doesn't, it takes, it just takes one thing to give back. Luckily, LeBron has the money and he's building something, but all those kids that are going to that school and hopefully that will continue and finish and go to college will never forget this moment. And it's going inst- to like instill in them that when they have the chance to give back, it's going to be automatic. It's like, to me, it's just going to be automatic for those kids to think like, you know what, it, if it wasn't for someone giving their money and giving their time and showing that they have faith and trust us that we're going to be something and be someone, we wouldn't be here. So now that we're here, we can do the same thing back. Um, so for me, I, it was amazing. And um, it was very, I'm very happy to see LeBron doing this. And I, and at the same time, I'm not surprised because he's had this character from the beginning about giving back, about community, about, you know, talking about issues that are being hushed about uh, kids coming from <clears throat> lower developed communities like this. So big ups to him, man. Drink to drink to LeBron for sure. Whenever my right. liver, whenever my liver comes back, <laughs> life too. <laughs> like he gave it for life. Drink to that. Word. Yeah. Matter of um, fact, I want to have one of my kids born at LeBron School. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> now that's gonna be hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, for real, Kyrie pretty much said exactly what I wanted to say on that. Like big shout outs to him. This is on his brand. Business as usual. Glad to see he walking. He talks it. So big ups. Now well, the other can guy. I, can I just say go, something? Because Conrad said something that I thought was really important, which is the fact that we know LeBron is wealthy, is is rich. Well, he's I think well whatever. However you want. I think to call he's wealthy. It. No, he's wealthy. wealthy rich. <laughs> All right, his kids will be fine. Their kids will be fine. Um, we can have that debate some other day, but. The thing is, is that we can all do this. We can all do something like this. I'm not saying we're all going to start a school, but we know that, you know, school is going to start within the next month and a half for some kids. Uh, Most department stores, I was at Office Depot today, they all have like giveaways at the front counter where if you want to donate something, even if it's a folder that costs a dime or, you know, up to whatever else is needed for school, we can all kind of give back to our communities. So don't feel like you, oh, I ain't got it like that. Or, you know, I got to wait till I get it like that. Like you just start now. You don't even have to, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be publicized. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, breaking the bank, if you will. It could start off with a folder that a kid probably wouldn't have got. I remember when I was a kid, <laughs> stuffing all my papers into, like, two folders, trying to figure out, like, which class this was for and the other was for, because my mom just couldn't afford it. Like, 
I had other brothers and sisters, so I had to deal with what I got. Um, but the fact that now I can go and like buy, hey, I can ball out on 10 folders for a dollar and be like, hey, yeah, live it up. However many classes you got, you know, and take one home if you want to for your music, you know, because we know everybody got their music career now. But uh, <laughs> just thinking like that's that's a place we all can start. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, the BD Shock <laughs> Institute of International Arts. That's probably my new school. But it could just be a like folder it. that you gave to somebody. Where, so on the other end of the spectrum, we had some a couple. Well, we had a couple players speak out from the NFL, but we'll focus on just one guy for right now. Yeah. So Dak Prescott came out in the press conference, I believe, during training camp, and made some comments, essentially in support of players saying that they need to be standing for the album, supporting Jerry Jones and his decision to say that you know anyone on their team that decides not to stand or protest will be punished. Now, I think there's two sides to come at this with. Yeah. I've seen a few people who've come at him from the, well, you know, he's protecting his money. You know, he got to do what the boss says because he's trying to out here make his money. He's still new to the league. And then there's other people who are saying with all the stuff that's going on in this league right now, it's now more important than ever than to put your money aside, which, of course, is always easy for us of us who ain't making it to say, and focus on the bigger issue at hand. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Which side of that do you fall on, or do you got your own take on it? Well, I feel like there's a third side, too, where you just shut the fuck up. And it was yeah, like, there's that, too. Like, if you're not going to add to it, and you're only going to take away from your... Because, uh, look, I, ain't, I don't know the most about football, but the quarterback is like the leader of the team, right? Yeah, yeah pretty much. So, you are going against what some of your own teammates have have spoken out against, and support and kind of like putting this in their face like this is not the way to do it like you didn't you really didn't have to say anything that would have been okay i think for me for me the thing about dak that i think a lot of people also may not have remembered but at the very beginning of this whole protest i think he spoke up a little bit um and said like you know for me it's the anthem means a lot more like he's like his history and the history of his family and the in the um, service and all that and he's like for me I know what's going on but I personally are going to stand for, is going to stand for the uh, the flag or for the uh, national anthem and he left it at that no backlash or nothing because that was his personal opinion I don't know and so now this time it just seems more of like like he said he's trying to gain some I don't know I want I don't want to save his likeness from the other side for those that are against it to like back him up or if this is a public stunt to like boost his you know his paycheck a little bit or playing time I don't don't know he's gonna get playing time so I don't know what this was but he has every right to say what he wants um but I don't know why he wasn't I hope he wasn't expecting to just say this and then just be quiet (laughs) um but for me that's I don't mean I'm not I don't want to say I'm surprised but there's always going to be that one player and it's just annoying to see that he has teammates that are just even as a black man, not not like it would have been different if he just said like you know I might stand for the flag or national anthem for blank blank blank, but I still support my brothers who aren't standing. Instead of saying that it takes the joy away from the game, like you should, <laughs> the game shouldn't be fun after seeing all the things that are happening to your people in general, or even right. even within the league being uh 
being black or brown in the league. Like that should take away from the joy. All the pay, all the different pay cuts people are taking, all the race players are going through. Um, that takes the joy away from the game. And so that's how I just looked at it as like I don't know if it was just a public, public, uh, publicity stunt, but. Yeah, it is what it is See, for him. Yeah, and I feel like he – I feel like I know he's speaking his truth because, like you said, Conrad, he's been consistent on this. My only problem is, like, you can you can speak your truth and also, like, support your teammates or support your peers. Like, you don't agree with it. You're not going to do with it. You're not going to do it. Okay, that's your right, but – the question to you, if I remember correctly, the original question is how do you feel about your owner? I mean, you can use that in a few different ways. Your owner saying that you guys don't have the right to do what the league is saying that you can. Your owner is saying that you have to be on that field. Your toes have to be touching the sidelines and you have to stand for that anthem. So how do you feel about that? And he, to me, I'm like, I was more frustrated he didn't answer the question after I heard the clips that were posted. Like, how do you feel about the fact that this man is saying, like, you can't even do what they're saying you <laughs> allowed to do? Let's even, like, even if you disregard the fact that they shouldn't be telling you what you're allowed to do, you know, it's your right to protest in the way you want to. But the fact that this guy, your owner, your owner, Jerry Jones, is now saying, you don't even have that right. You're going to do it the way that I say it, and that's the only way it's going to be if you want to play on this team. And now you want to come out talking about the joy of football. What joy? I don't play the sport. I know that, and I don't plan on watching the sport this year. But what joy could be in, like, someone taking away your rights? That's just frustrating. I'm getting, like, upset a little bit. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, you should be. I mean, maybe for – I guess for him – to answer to try to answer that question because for him maybe he just I don't know see how he doesn't feel it but it doesn't it's one of those things where he probably doesn't it's not affecting him he's like it's not affecting me personally so I'm just gonna act like it's not happening which is not what you should do but that's how I'm, I'm right. imagining he's taking this as in like look I'm trying to start next year I had a terrible end of last season Jerry Jones is pretty cutthroat um, I ain't trying to sit this year so look. I'm gonna do for whatever it takes for me to be out to keep my money and stay playing for next season. Um, and some people are just like that. That's what, how they're thinking. It's about me, and um, it's sad. And at the same time, it's like you can't like you can hate on it, but they're at the end of the day, it's their thing. It's just that those those are the players that will it'll, it'll still come back around for them because that's how you lose fans. And it's sad because. If you think about it, do y'all remember when he got curb stomped and when he was in in uh college? Oh wow! When he got he was no. like at a spring he was like <laughs> at a spring break and he got jumped at a spring break and some dude like oh wow you mean like literally I didn't I thought you was no it was in it was no, spring break the spring break before he left for the NFL I believe one of the or spring break before his last year of college at Texas A and M and. He was out and about partying, and he got jumped. And there's clips of it, and he gets like stomped on the ground, like fate, like foot to face, everything. And um, the reason I'm even bringing this up is just that the m- amount of support he had from his teammates and everything. 
Um, and I just figure like he can, if he can reciprocate that in some shape or form with his teammates he has now who are trying to set an example or trying to stand up for something they believe can also affect him. It will affect them. No matter if he's mixed, he's still considered a black man in this, in this country. Don't, they don't look at you as mixed. You're still black. And the thing that I feel that he should remember is that you are just a pawn. Like, you can be standing up for agreeing with Jerry Jones today and um, saying he's the greatest owner and he's, you know, blah, 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 saying all the right things. And tonight he can cut you and replace you with another player just like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't care about their players like that. It's a job. You're, you're just a body. You're Yes, exactly. You're just a body. They can replace you. You're taking all these knees. That's fine. We can find someone else to put you up there. So those players who are really standing against this and are serious about it, it, they, it means something to them. So that's how I take about it. If, it's, if he's standing up there and doesn't feel like the same way about the protests and about, you know, what's going on in the league for minorities, then that's not something that he's, he cares for. And that's fine. My thing is you don't have to speak out against those who are who don't who do feel that way. Like you can both support your values or what you believe while not going against what your peers and your teammates believe. And it's just frustrating for because this is every year now. I don't. He's not even the biggest name player to do this. Probably the biggest name black player to do it, if you don't count, you know, Ray Lewis for whatever reason. But <laughs> it's just like it wasn't. I just get pissed because he one didn't answer the question, and two, it wasn't necessary. Like we didn't need to hear. We didn't need to. We didn't need you to to say all this other stuff. Um. And when I say we, I'm kind of speaking for his teammates and peers. Um, But I don't know Dak. And I'm not saying we should cancel him and not support him and root for his demise. I'm not saying any of that. And he's still very, very young and he's still very, very new to this role and to this league. But, dude, it's just frustrating. Like, every year they find one black dude to use as like the example of well he's not doing it why are you doing it and what now now the questions are going to go from this is what pisses me off no one remembers how this started and now we're going to get to the point where this season is going last season became all about oh the players versus trump this season is going to be the black players versus uh that but no one's talking about the issue the issue of police brutality the issue of, of how black and brown people are treated in this country. No one's talking about that anymore. And this is going to be the the conversation for the whole season. I'm sure Trump at some point is going to, 45 is going to come out and send some type of message supporting Dak. And that's going to be a whole thing. And now he's going to be associated to that. It just feels like all one big game versus what it really should be, which is like opening up a conversation about what's going on and what's wrong. Yep. I think that's exactly right. So what's happening. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, another reason why I'm not even going to be really planning on watching. Hey, I will say, I appreciate LeBron, who on top of 
what he did yesterday. Also gave an interview to Don Lemon and gave his full vocal support, or not support, but gave a great interview about why he does the stuff he does, why he says the stuff he does, why he knows his voice is more important than others, why he knows he should say things at certain times. And I also appreciate the fact that he stated, I know I wasn't using my voice like the way I should have previously. And yeah, he admitted like it took for the Trayvon Martin case, which if you guys aren't watching, they uh, Jay-Z, Sean Carter, and his production crew, <laughs> Rock Nation, um, premiered the Tray- Trayvon Martin documentary last night on BET and other platforms. But he, LeBron stated, like, that's when I finally felt like I know I need to say something. I know how important my voice is. And I wish other athletes would understand just how important your voice is, not just your skill. Like, there are people out there who follow after you, who believe in what you say, who change their opinions based on on what you say and do. So I just wish – I feel like he has just laid down a great model of how to be a great athlete, but also a great person. And if you want to follow after that, I mean, the guy has all the money – he has all the acclaim. That's who you want to follow, okay? Because <laughs> that's what you all—that's what you all want, mm-hmm. in some shape or form. So, I can't believe I'm saying this, but follow King James. <laughs> hey, <laughs> see, nothing happened. You didn't burn. You didn't burst into flames. Things My okay. Liver hurts, though. That's your fault. That's you what you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, anything else y'all want to throw in that before we move on to the last thing for tonight? Hey, let us know what y'all think. Um, Because I know there's some people out there that probably are hating on LeBron for all this. I don't know why. Um, But let us know. Hit us up on Who's Men's Podcast at at gmail.com or on our Twitter or on Instagram. Slide in the DMs. You guys have been doing pretty well in communicating with us um, lately. Um, So keep it up. Or maybe your liver hurt this weekend too, and y'all want to explain, tell us a little story. Uh, hey, come on, yeah. What we got? Come now. on, the podcast. All right, now, nah. so let's go ahead and wrap it up for us tonight. We got our highly anticipated album of the month yep. review. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know, I don't know what was up with us on that one. We gotta get Austin to make us a little jingle. Or <laughs> oh. But yeah, man, so here we are, July's album of the month review. And the album of the month this month was, I feel like I just said that the word a lot, but the album <laughs> this month was, <laughs> was, was none other than The Killers, Hot Fuss. So their de- debut album came out June 2004, and it was suggested to us by one of our listeners at Fresco Sensei on uh, Twitter. So shout out to her for that suggestion. We appreciate you listening to us. We appreciate the feedback and suggestion. So we gave this one to check out just for you. Burp, burp. Hey. Alright, so let's go ahead and dive into it. First off, overall overall thoughts on the album. How many emojis you guys gonna give it? B, what you got? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, this is the price I pay. Not... Okay. Alright. Um, <laughs> I gave it 
gave this album four out of five. Whoa. What? Four out of five. And I can't wait to talk about why. All right. Well, well, well. Well. What about you, Conrad? How many flame emojis for you? I got a three out of five for me. Wow. Is it because they're white? (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) That escalated quickly. (laughs) A little quickly. So what you got, Ron? Uh, All right. For me, this one, I'm going to go ahead and give it the old double flames. Two flame emojis for me. Whoa. I know that hurts. Okay, this is the I first know. time this has happened. What? Right? No. What? That there's such like a huge uh 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 what is the yeah, word? I, I feel like I, I feel like usually two or three of us are on the same page yeah. and one person out. So this is the first time that we are kinda like all over the spectrum. With. First of all, somebody tell me the word because you ain't about to have me out here looking dumb. A huge what? <laughs> yeah, I know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Discrepancy. Yeah, <laughs> Discrepancy. Look and see, okay? <laughs> I'm about to have you out here looking stupid. <laughs> that, that fool don't even know the word. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's let's go start off with you because I was I'm super surprised to hear you say this four out of five. So tell us what, what, what praise. Okay, so first of all, I was a little worried because after. I left uh, after we talked about the podcast or the last album review of. Damn, I can't remember their name. What was Kings Leon? Leon. (laughs) I felt really defeated because I was like, man, have you really lost your ability to like appreciate all music? Uh, And then I heard this and I was like, no, you have it. Okay. <laughs> good. But I really appreciated this album. I thought it was good. I thought, I thought one. I think the band, they are awesome musicians. Like the guitar riffs, the drumming, uh, the bass. I thought they all had moments where they shine throughout the project. Um, I also thought, like overall, there was just really great energy on the project. Like every song, especially the first half of the album, was just. Just really like a lot of great energy. It felt really good. Um, I will say I enjoyed the first half more than the second half. Yeah, I but the reason that. I gave it a, a four out of five is because overall, I really enjoyed the lyrics. I enjoyed the um, the band, and like I said, the overall energy. And I really, I think I also enjoyed the fact that I left thinking like what the hell did that song mean? And what were they talking about? And the fact, like, I was so curious, I didn't want to, like, go research it because I, I wanted to, like, come into this podcast, like, totally, you know, unbiased from anyone else's opinion. Um, but it was kind of cool for me. Like, I'm really excited to now go back and kind of research and see what happened or why did it happen. So what about you guys? Um. So I agree with uh, B-Shock about having the first half of that uh, album was really, really good to me as well. Uh, it's kind of nostalgic for me because a lot of the songs that are played on here were like some of the songs that were on our bus going to elementary school or not elementary school, going to middle school and stuff. Um, so, but like the second half to me, I just didn't care for. It was really hard for me to listen to the second half. It was kind of, kind of, 
too slow, like winding down for me. And I know like some albums have that, you know, first half it opens off really well and then mellows out. But this one just didn't do it for me. So uh, maybe because some of the songs that just didn't click with me uh, or like Brian said, I just didn't understand what the heck they were talking about. Um, this album was kind of confusing to me um, listening to it. It just, I thought it was saying one thing, but then really I, it was saying another thing. Um, I don't know if, I didn't know if it was like about jealousy or like a relationship or about, I don't know. Um, so yeah, so that's why I wanted to see what you guys thought, but I guess uh, we'll get into it in a few. Yeah. So for me, I guess this is just another one of those situations where I feel like I missed the bus on these guys and this really this whole type of music in general, like the alternative indie rock sound. Like there are a few things I've, I've been exposed to in my life over the few recent years from seeking it out. But like how you mentioned how you heard this on your bus when you were young or when it first came out. I'm sure that I may have heard this in the background of something that was like on TV or something like that, like similar to Kings of Leon because it was out there. Right. But up until this album was suggested, I could not tell were I not know anything about them definitely didn't know anything about this album so when I'm listening to it for the first time really I don't hate what I'm listening to like I still appreciate the quality that's there but it's just not resonating with me it just doesn't hit that it doesn't like remind me of my childhood or a hit on the elements I'm usually looking for in songs it was a really unique experience for me and I have to learn to appreciate different parts about the music compared to what I'm used to appreciating the music I listen to so even though I'm giving it such a low rating just because it's not the music that's for me, I do definitely appreciate the artistic integrity behind these guys and the quality albums they put out here. I can definitely see why for people who are into this type of music that this is some of the best form of it. So there's definitely not me hating wow. on the album. Okay. <laughs> that was so nice. <laughs> nice way to say, uh, hey, what's hating on the album? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I literally gave it a failing grade. <laughs> That's what we said. This wasn't a bad paper, but you just didn't write it. Like, you tried. <laughs> uh, so, Beach, like you touched on this a little bit, that you just, actually, both kind of guys did it. This is kind of for like this album touches on a lot of different things. So, was there anything that you were able to pick up on or anything that you looked at that kind of helped you put together the pieces to what we were listening to? All right. So, I know I said this. I know, and I'm, this is now why I love the album. But I think it is interesting that I felt like this. The first part about this album was a breakup, yeah, of some shape or form. And I thought it was cool the way they addressed the breakup. Like, okay, go back and listen to our episode last week. We talked a lot about kind of what guys go through during a breakup. I feel like this album is like the petty side of that, like some of the petty stuff that you go through. Like seeing your girl with another guy and not being able to say something, or seeing your girl's new guy and being like, "Oh, that's who you're going with now." Like, <laughs> it just felt like that was some of the things that they were uh, that the they were tackling as they were talking about it. I thought that was uh, I thought it was kind of funny, like <laughs> listening to it, um, especially like. Because last week we talked about, hey, this is what a black man goes through as they break up. But honestly, that's what any man goes through. Like, black, white, other. Like, we all can be petty. We all, <laughs> I'm sure there are times when you talk to your, if you talk to your ex or whatever, you're like, oh, that's that's what we're doing now? Whoa. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, Gain on change. You, you. <laughs> Guess you don't care no more. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. But that was me. What about you guys? Uh, I think uh, I didn't catch more of like the pettiness of it, but I did notice that it was more of about a breakup. Um, especially just the way the song starts. It tells you who the girl was and what they had and what happened. And then it goes into Mr. Brightside where it's more of a <laughs> depicts the whole jealousy and annoyance and all that. Um, so I got that version of it. But then like when you get to like somebody told me and all these things, da, 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 da. all these things I've done. Then I'm like, okay, so what's really going on? Like, where where are we going with this? <laughs> um, well, yeah. So that's how I felt about the first half of it, because that's really like really what I listened to the most was the first half. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, what I most picked up on thematically was more of the overall energy of the album. So. Similar to what Shock mentioned, that I felt like, especially throughout the first, I'd say even two thirds of it, that I felt like there was a strong sense of high energy, like just great music to keep the tempo going. You know, especially the first time listening around, really, it was just kind of like background music, just so I can get a feel for it. I always enjoyed that aspect of it. But what I didn't really say I pick up on enough as I'm listening to you guys talk about it was more so of the subject matter. Like, I definitely. I heard I listened to the singles a few times because I always want to make sure I understand why the biggest songs are the biggest ones. But as you talk about how the whole album kind of told the story, that's too much I didn't pick up on. So I'm curious to hear more about that as we continue to discuss. So let's talk a little bit about the singles themselves. So the ones for this album were Mr. Brightside, Somebody Told Me, All all These Things That I've Done, and Smell Like You Mean It. So of those, what were some of the, what was your guys' favorite out of those? Mr. Brightside. Yeah. Somebody told me. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, that's really about it. I mean, smile, smile like you mean it was all right, but Mr. Brightside and somebody told me were my top ones because those are the ones like I heard the most outside of having this as the album of the month. Yeah, those are definitely the ones I heard the most. Um, outside of the singles, I thought like uh, I think it's I think it's believe me, Natalie. Or eight, change your mind. I don't know. Or maybe ten midnight. Shit, I forget. <laughs> but <laughs> I know in one of those they kind of changed the tempo and brought something really different to it, which I thought was. I remember miss. I remember listening to the first half, and I was like, "This is dope." But it would be nice if they just freaked it out a little bit, and it made me think of like what Lincoln Park did with Jay Z. And I was like, I'm not saying I need Jay-Z on this, but it would be nice to like just get a little remix in here. I mean it wouldn't okay. hurt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like get a little a little drum kit in here or something. 808. But um that Mr. Brightside song, I still don't know what that's about. And that's probably the one I'm most excited to like figure or hear more about or figure out why they wrote that or what it's about. Um I think what I heard from it no Rob you go first because I don't think we're talking about actual songs yet, right? No, you can talk about the actual song themselves. Well the thing I heard in that song, or what I took away from it was the guy is no longer with I'm gonna say the person, okay? And but somehow he's watching his former person get it on with the new person and obviously he's uncomfortable with that. 
or because <laughs> after I heard it, I was like, or maybe, maybe this is it. Is Mr. Brightside like his horny drunk personality? Oh. And mm. he's saying that he has no control over Mr. Brightside, but you know, he Mr. Brightside gets what he wants. And then that made me feel uncomfortable because I was like, is this rape? That's an interesting take on it. I I listened to that one and I didn't pick up on that, but that's an interesting perspective. Yeah. But, and then it made me uncomfortable because I'm like, hell, there's so many little kids singing this song, not knowing what the hell it's about. None of us know what it's about. This one just reminds me so much of like, hey, y'all from Outcast, with like the tempo and everything, the energy makes you sound like such a like a nice upbeat <laughs> song when you really like pay attention to what it is that this song is about. You're like, this ain't really a good story. It should be just out here singing it for everyone. This ain't a family-friendly song for everyone. So I did kind of like that aspect of the switch. I always love a little bit of a switch up when it's like the message and the sound don't always sync exactly. up as you would expect yeah. them to. I think for me, like, I I mean, the chorus is, starts off with jealousy. That's the only reason I thought it was about jealousy. But there's a lot of, like, idioms and innuendos and different, like, um, I don't want to say foreshadowing. But, I mean, like, when he's talking about, what is choking on your alib? Is it alibis? Or al- like, you know, that, that lyric says, swimming through sick, sick, sick lullabies, choking on your alibis or alibis. Is it alibis? Yeah, I think it would be alibis. So she's choking saying, on your alibi. yeah. So basically, you're saying choking on your words. Or I mean, again, like you made up a story, you made up this thing that you. <laughs> again, that's how I took it. Like you have this excuse, if you will, but every time you explain it, you fuck it up. Mm, yeah. So is this basically him catching his girl cheating, or finding out he's cheating? So he's calling her out. And then she's caught I up. Believe she's, both. she's caught up, and she can't even lie correctly. I believe both. But while, listen to that song and hearing him explain, like whoever this person again, because I don't know if he talked about a girl. I, I don't know, but I hear him talking. I'm like, what? Like, are, why are you watching this? Where are you guys that you both are together that you can see this? Like, what's happening? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what makes me. That's what makes you kind of make your. Uh, this like that's what makes your think about is that like a different side of the same person. Yeah. It's so interesting because that's what thinking that same thing is. It's like is this just what he's imagined happening? I'm assuming that is, or is this actually what happened? I'm assuming. It's think about pretty, like is imagining. You ever? Yeah, like you ever been jealous? Not you ever. I'm not gonna say you ever been jealous of yourself, but like you ever been jealous of how you can change well, let's just say with alcohol like you oh you become this fun person or you go up to guys wearing jerseys and say hey what jersey is that like but for real you you become this person or you become with a girl you become this confident guy and i took it as like you're in your body but you're watching this person that you're not get everything that you want. And it's like, ah, that's Mr. Brightside. Like, Jekyll and Hyde almost coming out. Like, I get to watch. Yeah, you're going to have all the fun, but I won't be able to enjoy any of this tomorrow kind of thing. Hmm. It totally blew my mind. I can see, definitely see it from that perspective. Oh, I want that to be the sound bite. De- okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, and one thing, another thing I'm interested about these singles is that this is the first time that I can recall seeing a track list where all of the songs were right next to each other on the track list. So like, this is two through five on the album, 
these four songs that, that made it the biggest or that they put that they released as singles. Yeah. So I think that was a very interesting strategy. I felt like that's something that you do. Like maybe it just did just happen, but I feel like when something like that happens, it was intentionally be told a story to the public, whether they fully picked up on it or not. Right. And I'm, I'm probably one of those who didn't really pick up on it, but not looking back on it, I think that that's a very cool thing to do. Yeah. Well, and what it's if? also really dangerous too, because I mean, for many people, that's all they listen to. So if you don't hide your singles in between, you know, a few album cuts, you run the risk of nobody hearing your album. True. What if, like. Homegirl didn't cheat, and he thinks she's cheating, and now he's starting to assume all these bad things over her. Because that could be it too. Because like, what is jealousy turning saints into the sea? Is that like saying like? That is definitely... that saying like, oh, I'm so jealous that uh, I think that oh, I'm so jealous now. I'm starting to assume that this good person could be doing bad things which is not technically doing like oh maybe she is cheating on me mm. or, or maybe yeah, going back to this at all or maybe it. i saw her talking to this dude that you know is attractive and whatever whatever but i i don't know what all is in all entails in it but maybe she's cheating on me and so let me ask her where she was and she can't really tell me so oh she's definitely cheating man that, i don't know there's no, so many different ways it can go i think that's what i like that was, I think <laughs> that's why the song was such a big hit because one, it's catchy, and two, it kind of lives with you because you're like, well, what the hell is what's really going on in this song? I don't know. All right, so you guys have to pick your top song, the number one song for you on this album. Is it Mr. Brightside or something else? It's a close. Oh, that's so. Oh. Mm, uh, yeah, Mr. Bright. Nah. All right, I'm going to say Mr. Brightside, but. Right behind it, like right behind it, is somebody told me. All right, what about you, Shot? I agree. Like, those are the best songs on this album. But I do like some of the other tracks. I, I like the first song. I'm pulling up the track list. Jenny was a friend of, of mine? Yeah. I like the way they just introduced the CD. Like, I thought that was, I was kind of interested from there. And then, like you guys said, like, the first half of the CD is so entertaining. Like, it's so catchy. And I feel like it is one story. And I think that's why the second half suffers. But, okay, so here's how deep I got into it. I was like, did the second half of the CD, is that just, like, him in depression? Because it's very dark. So it's like, hey, I just went through this breakup. I don't know what to believe anymore. Or I'm not myself, so now I kind of, I just see things totally different, and I just feel like the the back half of the turn or back half of the CD is just like, uh, this is just what I'm going through now. So possibly, yeah, possibly, possibly. I could on that thinking of it from like the, just the tone of the the songs when it goes from that transition from the beginning to the end is definitely a big shift. And I think for me, my top song is also going to be Mr. Brightside, but my number two is actually All the Things I've Done. The melody on that one is probably my my favorite one for the album. Like, I definitely can see why Mr. Brightside was the most popular, but this one would have been, like, my my, my low-key favorite yeah. if I was, like, a fan of them when this first came out. This would have been the one I, I played the most. Oh. All right, so, so on the opposite end, was there, was there any song on this album that you just didn't work for you that you would just get rid of? Mm. Uh... I think it was either on top or Andy or star. 
Yeah, I think it's one of those two. I can't remember because I can't play it. But it was like I felt what they were trying to do, but I didn't agree with it. I think it was Andy was a star because that's what it was it's for me. Just, uh, it was really hard for me to finish this, the album because I was such in like a – as far as like the tempo of the the album and like it just without even listening to the lyrics, just like the instrumentation, some of the bass lines on there, it was really good well put together and then towards the end it was just yeah it was just uh, like brian said it got dark and it's just i didn't i didn't enjoy it <laughs> i just listened to listen to it honestly i wasn't really paying attention too much yeah but, all right so go ahead oh i was just gonna say i think i enjoy albums like this like i think that's something i've noticed with me like look i enjoy albums with major big singles where every song on the album could be a single a la like Michael Jackson's bad, alright? But I really go in for an album with a theme, okay? Where I can follow along, I can kind of like build my own story for why the person is feeling this way, and it don't even matter who the artist is, like rather it be, we talked about Lauren Hill, we talked about Miseducation, like I do feel like that's one big, that's a thing of the Velvet Rope. I love that. I love that album because I think it is a thing. Uh, and this, to me, is another one that I do like. I like because it feels like you are taking this journey with this guy through all of his feelings, through whatever this relationship is. Um, and I know there are some theories online about what this album is about. And I'm really curious to like li- like read more into that because it's like, hey, was he even in a relationship? Is one that I, I I saw really quickly when I was looking at stuff, but yeah, yeah. yeah apparently, this is uh like a murder murder trilogy the killers were doing, um, and it was like just basically talking about jealousy. It was like a love story that with jealousy, anger, that ultimately led to. A murder, so I'm assuming that Jenny got got at the end. <laughs> so she was a brand. trilogy, but that's just something I saw online too when I started like trying to figure out really what was going on. Um, but yeah, when you when let's go well, talking about uh somebody told me um is he by in this in that um song or in this whole thing because he says. Somebody told, or someone about I saw your boyfriend that looks like a girlfriend. What was that lyric called again? I so I saw, I saw your boyfriend who looks like my girlfriend who I had. Well, I don't know if I'm saying it right that I had last year. So it does. Now I feel like you can look at that both ways. Like, is it just a guy who looks like a girl, and is he calling it her new dude? Like, oh, you dating girly guys or something? I don't know. Or maybe he is by like hmm. that's why I don't know like what is this story I don't know. <laughs> you can look at it you can take it so many different ways and I feel like that was kind of exciting to listen to <laughs> throughout the album like whoa what's going on and who's it going on with and who's all involved hmm. hell was it one relationship. I'm excited to hear uh, what uh, Disco Spider has to say about it since she since she picked it. Same. So yeah, as we finish, go ahead and wrap up the the conversation on this one. Are you guys planning on keep listening to both this 
husband and also um, the Killers in general? Um, so I will, was this their and, first album? Yes, this is their debut. Oh, yeah. okay. They have an album out that came out last year, so I might check that out, but I'll be probably honest that I'll probably just keep the ones I like, um, and that's it. <laughs> but, you know, Spotify does this thing where you can play radio from an album, and they, like, play similar genre of music to that album, so I might do that if I want to taste some more alternative rock music. Um, so that's where I stand on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's any surprise here when I say that I will be listening to a few of these songs on here again because as the result of the conversations we've had here, I just want to check them out again and pick up some of those things I missed. But I really don't see that these being guys that I add into my regular rotation from here on out. All right, well, I'll come in on the other end. I would, I would, if they have other albums like this and uh, whoever recommended this album, let me know. If they do, I would totally listen to more of it and. Honestly, I left this album thinking I would love to go to a show. I feel like they would put on an awesome show just based on the album because I had it blasting in my apartment. And I'm like, with those instruments and that energy, I just feel like it would be uh, it would be really cool. And I, you know, I started thinking like, hey, you should look up a show that they're doing. And then you know what I what I stumbled across? They headlined a little festival this weekend in New York City called Panorama Fe- Panorama 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 Fest. <laughs> I, if you're in New York or if you were there, you know it's pretty big. And guess who they headlined with? Um, it wasn't there like Lil Wayne was supposed to be there, but he canceled. Um, well. You know, I don't think anyone else important was there. Janet Jackson, okay? Uh, <laughs> had a huge showing. Uh, you know, they had to follow up after, you know, the next day after her. But, like, you know, I'm just saying, like, the stars be aligning sometimes on this podcast. So, I appreciate that. But, I bet I bet Brian had this at, like, a three. <laughs> and then once he found out, and then once he found out that <laughs> they Open no, for her. No. He was like, oh, <laughs> four. I really like it. I really did like it. Like, I enjoyed it. And it, I was really, after we reviewed that album last month, um, and I know I enjoy like the singer and all that stuff, but I was like, damn, I just don't appreciate music. And it took me so long to listen to this album. Um, but I do enjoy music. I enjoy like different forms and, I was really happy to listen to this, and uh, uh, hopefully you guys have some more suggestions on what I can listen to and uh, get into. Yeah, so in that in that vein, I'll be encourage you to send us some more suggestions. You know, we're getting to the bottom of the list of current suggestions that we have, so we're always open to take a few more. And we're, we're like we say, we're down to listen to pretty much whatever. You know, we're not going to to like it, but we will show respect and give it an honest and fair listen, so... As long as you come in with an open mind and you ain't ready to throw hands because we didn't love it as much as you did, we're here for you. Hey, come out. So, I mean, yeah, we, we're always <laughs> definitely down to talk about it more. Like, if we missed the mark completely on this, let us know. Let's go ahead and keep this conversation going. Let's figure out some more about this one. And so if, if y'all got, got some more insight, let us know. And if you're trying to throw hands, you know Brian got him. So, hey, come at me. All right, he's, he's the first line of defense. Find me if he gets us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So once again, special shout out to our follower, Disco Spider, for suggesting this one for us. We appreciate it. 
We hope you enjoyed our, th- our thoughts. If we got something else you want to add in for it, you know, hit us up, let us know. And for everyone else out there, you know, d- don't be the who's man. Because y'all already know we're going to find you. Hey. Uh-huh. Go ahead and be shocked somebody can get at you. Hey, don't at me at God. Peace out. Conrad. <laughs> All right, Conrad. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> um, hey, at me at uh, that, fella, that fella Connie. Um, Big C22 on Instagram. Only thing I got today, I thought this weekend was thinking about everything happening on this weekend at the bachelor party and thinking about Ron and Tori and everyone else in Dallas making their transitions and moving to new places, uh, taking on new spaces. I found this quote that says, give yourself permission to occupy new spaces and explore unfamiliar waters. The goal isn't perfor- the goal isn't perfection. The goal is showing up. Hey. So just um that's how I felt. Uh, and I also want to pass that on to Tori and Ron as they make a new adventure mm-hmm. to a new place. Um with jobs and with new friends, new uh faces, as well as those who just moved around in life to this this week or this month. Um it's not going to be perfect. The first step is showing up, uh, making the right choices for yourself, uh, for your mind, for your soul. And I hope the rest of the week is that way. Show up, trust yourself, and uh, make things happen. You are loved. Um, quick message to Tori. I don't appreciate what you said earlier. Oh, wow. Darnold, you wish you looked you, you really wish you looked like me, honestly. <laughs> Darnold, and two, y'all were lit, dog. Darnold, I saw some snaps of you and singing. Mm, singing should not be something you do, Darnold. Um, but that I was, you're lucky you had Brian doing a little whatever y'all were doing with a shoe doop song. Um, y'all probably don't remember this, Brian probably doesn't remember this because y'all were lit, but just stick to being Darnold, and we all know what Darnold does. Have a good day. Hey, st- stick to being a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what a kangaroo sounds like? Uh, <laughs> I have no clue. We don't call it a day on that one. <laughs> Peace out, y'all.